Disclaimer. No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lion's Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightwing. Good morning and welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lion's Pride with your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the Lion. <laughs> We're missing our Poe today, but we have Brother Panther and I am Christine Harding. Welcome to the show. <clears throat> we, I, I, gotta, I gotta see if he can, I can get you to, to like do a proper imitation of a panther scream. That, that would be pretty cool. I, I need to uh, write down to practice that. Yeah. Well, that would be a sound effect because it, it, fun, interesting facts. Cats that, that can scream can't roar and cats that can roar can't scream. Now, people will often say that lions and whatnot can't purr. That's actually not true. They do they do make the rumbly sound, but it doesn't purr properly because the uh, cartilage piece, you know, what allows your house cat to purr is what allows a lion to roar. In a lion, it's, it's a piece of bone. You see what I mean? That's why they can't. That's why big cats, except for cheetahs, cannot properly purr. Is so what, my, pan, panthers can't purr? No, panthers can purr. <gasps> yeah, panthers scream. They don't roar. That's what I'm saying. If you if a cat can roar, it can't purr. Not you know. You see what I mean? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Mel's not gone forever. Mel's going through a really hard time right now. And quite frankly, all of the drama behind the scenes, we're not going to be talking about it, but all the drama behind the scenes was incredibly overwhelming for everybody. So people just need some time, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, last we heard, Mel's not permanently gone. She just needs time. And quite frankly, I don't blame her, you know. It's like it's mm-hmm. like uh, the Green Goblin said in, in Spider-Man, you know, people love to see a hero fall. And that's what it was looking like for a minute. And then we found out that I did indeed. I fell. I spelled Sue wrong. <laughs> but yeah, so all so all that weeks and weeks of stress, everybody wondering what the hell was going on, turning turning out to be a big nothing burger. It, it was overwhelming for a lot of us. Uh, you, were cited by, you were cited by the grammar police. Right. Shame on you. Yeah, Bleeding Violence <laughs> Studios lost over half of its volunteers. So amazing what drama can do. Right. But that's what they say, you know. <laughs> Welcome to the Hotel California. Yeah. That's what Hotel California is about, dude. That California drama infects your brain like a disease. And so you can leave California anytime you like. Or wait, you can check out of California anytime you like, but you can never leave. That's the mm-hmm. idea. You know, it's there's this there's this this theory in the entertainment industry. And if you've ever heard the song, everybody's free to wear sunscreen. You've heard the theory. Live in New York. Believe before it makes you hard. Live in California. Believe before it makes you soft. So, yeah, no. So Mel's not gone permanently. Uh, If she ever lets us know that she's not coming back, we'll let you know. But uh, last we heard, you know. It was just all, all, all very, very overwhelming, and I don't blame her at all. Um, I might have quit me too, but unfortunately, I'm stuck here. 
Well, yeah, obviously, love, light, and well wishes. I, th- I thought that was marked as red, but just in case it wasn't, love, light, and well wishes to everybody, even the people I'm not naming anymore. Thank even you. Even Bradley. Mm-hmm. See, Bradley's not one of the people I'm not naming anymore, though, so. Mm-hmm. All right, so family update. Shar is doing absolutely great. On Saturday, the kids had a wonderful uh, couple-hour visit. And things are going so well that they're going to make it a regular thing, like we were talking about. So everything is going great. The weather's warming up, so they should be able to play outside soon, which would be just absolutely wonderful. (coughs) I'm not reading that out loud. Anyway, so yeah, Shara's doing absolutely wonderful, and she's showing physiological signs that she's beating the clot and the uh, and the, the last bit of the fungus. So they're stepping up the testing to every week now, and it's it it is shrinking. It's just a race against time, which the doctors keep assuring us people you know people in Shara's condition can live for years on the VAD machines. So. Shara's life support system is still going very well. It's just that because they had to pack it into such a small body, it's causing these these extra complications. So, kind of makes you wonder how anyone could say they know us if they don't know that Shara's been on life support for a year waiting for a new heart, huh? Yeah. But anyway, she's doing very well. She's back to school, which is awesome. I love her school. They have like a special school. Because they get kids of, of, of every level there, you know what I mean? So their school is very, very special in that every kid gets to learn at their own pace. So we've gotten complaints from the teachers like, what are you feeding this girl? We're, we, we can't keep up. <laughs> I was going to say that would be a challenge to keep Shar uh, challenged. Yeah. Because she is so brilliant. Yeah. And you should have seen their faces. We were we were you know talking with the whole team, and her teachers saw the part of the basic complaint when we first got to Colorado that we don't educate our kids, and they're like, "Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> We've never met an eleven-year-old girl who taught herself astrophysics. What part of this girl is uneducated?" <laughs> so yeah, Cumberland says, "Praying all is settled soon. Um, we're trying." We're trying. Mel's family is in a bit of a spot, and famously, she doesn't like us talking about it, so we will not. You know, but we're we're all praying for her, we're all pulling for her, and uh, you know, we're here as soon as she as soon as soon as she needs us. Okay, I would say Melanie is proud, but it, it's not that she's proud. To be proud is when you're in over your head, and Melanie's got this. <laughs> she's got this so it's not pride it's a matter of oh oh no 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 i've got this one you, you see what i mean so mm-hmm. it, it's kind of hard to describe from my perceptions mm-hmm. so susan says it was hell for six solid weeks over the drama and the brainwashing i agreed agreed i was literally throwing up blood so susan i'm sorry you had to go through that but thank you for coming forward yeah you know, you were, in, yeah. Thank you for everyone who came forward, but in special credit for Susie, she's the first one that had screenshots. So. Not me, I came forward. You don't count. Oh. You're the one of the. You're one of the people that's being. You're, you're okay, dude. You're like the lapdog of Satan, according to this whole mythology. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Excusez-moi. Yeah, dude. You don't even hey. want to know. Pardonnez-moi. Congratulations, Ray. Mm-hmm. Welcome to to our world. You have now had your first satanic accusation. 
right? He's not broken pretty, his cherry, folks. Not pretty, not founded, and based completely on hearsay. So just let it go. Yeah. That's what I have to do. Indeed. It's just silly, you know. Right? It's just silly. People who act like that are to be loved, not not um, angered at. Right. Actually, people like that are to be pitied. Okay, let me put it this way. Uh, it's to quote one of my favorite movies. If an enemy shows you hate, do not show them hate in return, but rather show them love. Jerry, I've heard this before. It's in the human Bible. Of course, truth is truth. Oh, Enemy Mine. I love that movie, Me Enemy too. Mine. Uh, Christy, are you try? Are do you mean jaguars? Because I've never heard of melanistic cougars. Oh no, melanistic cougars are a thing too. They're basically black you cougars. You mean the Americas? You mean the America? You mean North America has panthers? Uh, I guess. Here, let's just read Melanie's comment out loud. That way, the audience knows what she's talking about. I did love. Christy says, some people get black panthers and black leopards confused. A black panther is a melanistic form of cougar, concola, or pantera. A black leopard is a melanistic form of leopard. They still have spots on their skin. The picture in the photo is a black leopard. They still have spots on their skin. This is true. The picture, and in point of fact, on some of them, you can, it's still like uh, the ringlets and whatnot will be like a darker shade of black, but not always. Um, the picture in the photo is a black leopard. I raised three black leopards. There are beautiful animals. I also raised 12 cougars, but not in the mel melanistic form. Those are in Florida, the Florida black panther, which is actually a cougar. Okay, well, um, yeah, you heard it from Christy. It's quite fitting that Sog was right here in my arms right now. Yeah, Sogwa looks like a mini version of that of that picture. Gold eyes and everything. Now, Susie, I am sorry we went all we all went through this too, but it's part of it's it's part of the thing, you know. Like one of the the, the areas that my 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 family has been running around saying, like, he can't have been a healer for thirty five years. That would have made him five years old. Yeah, doy. Yeah. You know, that's what I've been saying. Mm -hmm. But when you're in this life for this long, like I said, guys, this is not the first witch hunt by a long shot and ain't going to be the last, you know. <laughs> and for those of you catching the implication that if it's not going to be the last, that means these guys did that. That means these guys didn't beat us down. You're right. Yeah, basically. Uh, our family has survived literal torch, uh, not torches, I'm sorry, literal pitchforks. The torches are metaphorical. We've survived literal pitchforks. Some people sense and mean things about about you on the internet. You can just let it go. You don't have yeah. to let it bother you at all. You don't know? feed into their stories. Exactly. I wish Poe were here. She has something very, very wise to say about it. Christy says, then there are the, the melanistic forms of jaguars, which are totally different. Yeah, the black jaguars. And jaguars are different from leopards and black panthers and cougars. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that. Point of fact, that pisses me off. In Disney's Tarzan, they drew mm. a jaguar. In Africa. In South America. Yeah. Jaguars are in South America. Yeah. Oops. Somebody didn't do their fact checking. And speaking of jaguars, Bobby says, Tatez. There we go. 
That's right. Oh, yeah. Tats Catlapoca. And by the way, if you go, if you if you look Tats Catlapoca up, yeah, Tats Catlapoca is a bloody god, but it's also you know. Yes, right. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, Quetzalcoatl. God. No, Quetzalcoatl's not the bad god. Are you thinking I, of Chupacabra? I, no, Chupacabra is not the bat god. No. Chupacabra is a goat. The goat killer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Christy says, correct, Ray. Love you, buddy. Ah! I know my cats. I was going to say, of course you do. They're your cats. <laughs> So, yeah, you, you got to look up Mesoamerican um, religion. It, it, it's wild, dude. There's so many cultural things that people miss. Like, for example, the, uh, the, the mountains of sacrifices and the question of whether or not they were voluntary or involuntary. And the question is, and the answer is, uh, yeah, a little from column A, a little from column B. Right. But there's a cultural thing there. It's, it's it, people... Like Westerners, like even Native Americans, we have a really hard time at the, at the idea of, okay, so you're going to feed me and take care of me for a year and then cut my living heart out? Mm -hmm. mm, now nah, something seems fishy. But with the cultural implication of what the blood means, you see, that's the same reason why Jehovah's Witnesses won't accept blood transfusions. It was also considered an honor to die for mm -hmm. your God. Yeah. I find that a lot in order to die for the Lord. Well, yeah, everybody wants to be part of something bigger, even atheists. It's just atheists choose not to look at something bigger as like a great big Jew in the clouds. I wonder where atheists Hebrew, think Hebrew, we don't need any more accusations. No, Jew is a proper word. <laughs> and we are Jewish, so I can say that if anybody has a problem. You know. I wonder. He Hebrew is a Go ahead. Hebrew is a reference to the tribe of people. Jew is a reference mm -hmm. to the religion. That's why I don't say a big bearded Hebrew in the clouds. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Thank you, David. So, he, so, David, I'm sorry. Sky reminds us that Hebrew is also a term for the language. So we're Hebrews, not Jews? We are Hebrews, not Jews. That's that's correct. That is, that is, that is the high, I think. I think I got to I got to check on that. You know. Well, if you came over the Caucasus mountains, you would be considered Caucasian. Yeah, and that's exactly why Irish aren't. You know, people forget that Irish aren't white. So. But yeah. We'll we'll, we'll that that's for another episode. So that's the family update. That's that's all the all... I was just going to say we were talking about um, atheists? Oh, yeah. I wonder, I wonder where atheists think they go after the death. Uh, from what I understand, they think it just goes dark. Blank? Blank, I guess. I th uh, from what I understand, uh, they don't think there's anything after death. They just cease to be. Well, that, that's, a, that's an overgeneralization. The problem is atheists are atheists is way too wide a category these days. That's why that's why we used to have atheist and agnostic. You see, mm -hmm. what people think of as atheists today is actually agnostic, whereas they don't realize the word atheist actually means antagonistic to theism against the gods is what atheist means. Mm -hmm. So, so, so Kratos is the most famous atheist. 
Basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, there's a Bill and Ted, there's a Bill and Ted uh, gag going on in the show. <laughs> so great, yeah. But no, uh, Socrates actually like he he wanted to destroy the gods with logic. He was an actual atheist. He believed that the gods were there, but he was against them. What people think of today as atheism is well, I've just not seen the evidence. That's agnostic. Okay. Atheists, proper like actual real atheists, believe very much in God. They just want to kill him. Uh, Frederick Nietzsche. You know it. But you know, atheist is a is a cooler sounding word than agnostic. So you know, mm. that's how language goes, folks. I actually like agnostic better than atheist. Well, I don't know why, but let's hope it comes around. So. Let's see. Bobby says, Roman Polanski, flesh for Frankenstein. Famous line to Igor. Mm. I don't get it. Me either. Roman Polanski, but he was, yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the comments are going crazy about cat questions and things. So. Maybe it's just me, but every time I think of Igor, you know, thanks to Mel Brooks, I always think of Froderick, Froderick Frankenstein, you know, or <laughs> damn your eyes, too late. You know, it's like. <laughs> the Abby Normal? I was Abby? just about, yeah. You let me put an abnormal brain in a seven foot giant. Abby Normal. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Or or my or another one of my favorite lines. There, Wolf. Why are you talking like that? I thought you wanted to. I don't. <laughs> Suit yourself. I'm easy. <sighs> Marty Feldman. I, I I've been trying to remember. I've been keep going this bit because I'm trying to remember his name and I, I can't remember his name. So I'm just going to admit I remember his name and stop trying to do the bit remembering his name. I want to say it's Marty Feldman, but I don't know. I don't remember. I think you're right. Yeah. I just remember roll, roll, roll in the hay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think that song is Marty Feldman eyes. I think those Betty Davis eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the song no. "She's Got Betty Davis Eyes" is a thing. Although, if somebody made a parody, parody of "She's Got Mar She's Got Marty Feldman Eyes," I want to hear it. Right. It sounds like a Weird Al, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It does sound like something Weird Al would say. Ah, uh, yeah. So we do have a little bit of dark stuff we have to talk about, and we're going to get through it as quickly as we can. We're not going to be bitch about, bitching about politics or, or anything like that. But for those of you who are not aware, a few days ago, Biden uh, attacked Syria. And uh, we don't know why. We don't have the intel from everything that the media has made the world aware of. It has nothing to do with Syria, but we don't know. You know, I'm not I'm not. Now, this is not an anti-Biden. This is not anti-Democrat. This is not about politics. Okay. This is about blood spilled loss of life. Okay. And you're so really right, when you look it up, all you see is that it happened. It, there's no reason as to what. Yeah. Um, the reason they're giving doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But again, we don't know about the intel. So we're not saying anything about that. 
What I do want to talk about, though, is the consequences. Essentially, now you, you could say Trump is the bad guy, Trump is the good guy. That's not what we're here to talk about, right? But Trump got well, the Middle East, more or less, to put its dukes down, and then the very next president started shooting before they could get their dukes back up. Uh, this is not going to go well. You know, and when it you, you add this all together with the rapid inflation, inflation, <laughs> rapid inflation. I mean, we're all waiting for that stimulus. Even me, I want that stimulus too. We all want that juicy, juicy stimulus money. We all need it. You know, it it's, it's it's look what's going on. But the it's causing a major inflation, um, the likes of which this planet literally has never seen. Okay, now. It, it, it seems like that's not a big deal. Okay, well, we'll figure around it. But here's the problem, okay? And this is where it all ties together. The the, the standard of the world economy is, is, is essentially the oil standard, okay? That's basically the one stabilizing factor between all of the various world currencies. The oil standard is the American dollar. So what's not being talked about and what the uh, end result of these things is with the inflation and whatnot, is that the rest of the world is having to pay more and more and more exponentially every day for every gallon of oil. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's not going to go really well. That sounds like no. the backstory for like the uh, the war before the bombs dropped in Fallout. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? There's a reason why philosophers and artists have been warning about this for a while. You know, yeah. So, so take these two factors, right? Now you got the you have the the oil standard functioning on the American dollar, rapid inflation, inflation. There, there was again. Is inflation a word? No. Is it, no. Okay. <laughs> if it was a word, then I could understand. Folks, I'm dressed like Han Solo. That should be all you need to know. Right. So, um, so you got the rapid inflation. On, the Rapid stuff. Just make it a word. The thing. The inflationment. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. It's a word now. Inflationment. The deliberate inflation of, of, of a dollar to cause economic harm to another individual, company, or property. Inflationment. Done. So let it be written. So let it be done. All right. So you got the inflation on one hand. Yeah, I'm just I'm just running with it. You got the inflation on one hand and then the the uh, basically the the unprovoked attack on the other on oil bearing countries. I mean, look, what, think about what this looks like. You know, it doesn't matter what Biden's actually thinking. OK, uh, again, I'm not saying he's a bad president. We don't know what was going on. All right. For all we know, they were preventing the next apocalypse. Like, sir, aliens have landed over there, and they're big bug aliens, and they're going to eat us all, and they don't like nukes. Okay, so no nukes? All right, um, can we bomb them with confetti? All right, somewhere in between. Gotcha, somewhere in between. We don't know what we, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Okay, but neither does the rest of the world. So you add all this together, and then there's one more, one more factor. So put a pin in that. Now, seemingly unrelated right and it's seemingly unrelated on purpose because they've made it seem that it's unrelated you have all these problems with russia so why what's the deal i thought russia was i thought we weren't at war with russia anymore so here's the deal folks uh russia has been moving to try to get the ruble to replace the u.s dollar as the oil standard for good reason 
okay? Because Russian currency, believe it or not, is more stable than the U.S. right now, right? China cannot let this happen because if Russia gets a hold of the oil standard, that's it. The whole world knows what happens when Russia is motivated, okay? We have some, we look up the Soviet Union. Yes. All right. So China must not let this happen for their for their plans. Now you got all these all this crap together, okay? And what do you think this attack on Syria is going to accomplish? It's what I've been saying, you know, all along. I don't care what human sits in the White House. I care about hum I care about lives lost and bloodshed. Okay. I'm not saying that this wouldn't have happened if Trump was president. All right. But Biden couldn't have gotten away with this if Trump didn't completely derail the conversation with a giant fat, no, I won! Trump gave them the smoke screen they needed to start bombing children. The point is that nothing is as it seems. Okay? And whether you love Trump or hate him, the fact that he played 4D chess scared the piss out of everybody on on both sides. The fact that he played 4D chess so Poorly is what scared the piss out of our side. I'm not I'm not counting you on, on that one, Chris. I'm just. Thank you. I I just um, I believe that when the history is revealed, that there's a lot of things that we don't know about. So, David says I'm... we did not attack Syria itself. We bombed Iranian targets in Syria. Well, how many Syrian children are dead? for the three Iranian guys that we supposedly attacked, number one. Number two, I seem to recall eight years of, oh, we better attack Iraq because of 9-11. So we're attacking Iraq because Iraq 9-11'd us? No, actually, uh, Iraq had nothing to do with it. So we're attacking Iraq because they're hiding Osama bin Laden? Nope. So we're attacking Iraq because they supplied the bombs? Nope. So we're attacking Iraq because they have oil? <gasps> oh, oh, and look at this. What's going on in Syria right now? Syria, the, 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 the leader of Syria said no to the pipeline. <gasps> Could it be? The conspiracy theorists on, on, on you know, the right or whatever, the, the Republicans, the, the red guys. Yeah, the red guys. The red guys, you see, the red guys are going to say that it's uh, China and Biden. We're going to get a, yeah. See, the red guys are saying that uh, China is a giant chicken, and a giant chicken's coming to beat us up, and they can't allow that. And then the guys on the left, the blue guys, they see the blue guys, the blue guys just want to live, you see. So, sorry, sorry to break into Peter Griffin, but I had to cut the tension. So, yeah, it, it, it's really all about the oil standard, you know. Now, if... You're going to have the conspiracy theorists on the right saying, and by the way, conspiracies leading right into, into, into Bigfoot. Don't worry, I have not forgotten. I've been itching to talk about Bigfoot all weekend. Like I said, the conspiracy theorists would say it's all connected deliberately. I don't think so. I think it's just a bunch of people seeing profit or, or basically seeing their own ends, not seeing a big picture. I don't think there's a big interconnected conspiracy. China's doing what it wants to do. Russia's doing what it wants to do. America is doing what it wants to do, but not even God knows what America wants to do. So, you know, and, and I, my point is, in all of this, watch for the actions, not the words. Okay? 
And for every conspiracy on the right, there's a conspiracy on the left. Okay, the truth has got to be somewhere in all of the spaghetti. You see, all I know for sure is whatever their profit margin is, wasn't worth one drop of Syrian children blood. Not one. But conspiracies have a life of their own, you know, like Bigfoot. So yeah, Bigfoot. Oh my God, I've been waiting to talk about Bigfoot. So <coughs> first off, big shout out to the Pork and Beans show. Um, check them out. I, apparently they're easy to find. I have not been able to find them, but then I'm an idiot. So, you know, Pork and Beans show though. Check them out. Um, so shout out to them. Now, Bigfoot is one of those really interesting categories of what we call cryptozoology. Now, cryptozoology is... Uh, uh, Ray, do you want to help me out here? The study of creatures who modern science does not recognize. There you Unicorn? go. Thunderbird? Yes. Yeah, there Sasquatch? you go. Sasquatch, yeah. That, and that's the one we're talking Mothman, about. Mothman, the Jersey Devil, yeah. the Flatwoods Monster, one of my favorites, the Grafted Monster... Oh, I forgot. Wampus, another cryptid, my absolute favorite. The Wampus, that sounds familiar. It's a six-legged cat that grants wisdom. Uh, First appeared in uh, Winnie the Pooh, as I recall. No, it's a, from what I understand, it's a legit Native American animal. Oh, I I wouldn't know. Maybe maybe we're pronouncing it wrong. I'm going off the Harry Potter pronunciation. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, um, Chrissy says Bigfoot, Bigfoot are Sambrians from Sambrinia. Sambrinia. Yeah, okay, I'm pronouncing it right. Sambrinia. They're inter- inter- interdimensional and multidimensional. Um, we don't have any proof of that. That's that's one of one, one of the areas uh, that's that's one of the reasons why I want to go find Bigfoot so much. And it's also one of the reasons why I want you guys to check out Pork and Beans. They got something to say about my interactions with Sasquatch on the fifth dimension. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go into it too much without, without sounding like I'm like trying to go, look at me, I'm Jesus. But you know, there are, there are Bigfoot societies out there that claim to have, that claim to be interacting with Sasquatch on a regular basis. They have pretty good reasons to not show their proof. Although the skeptics would say, yeah, it's because there isn't any. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. What I knew, what I know is that, uh, <laughs> this is going to sound really, really weird, but this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode. People come to me for help with sick Sasquatch, just like they do with sick relatives. And it's, uh, it seems laughable. It seems laughable. That's why I'm, I'm going with a big old grin. But if you know things, if 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 these things are true, you know, with like for example, the Native American beliefs about Sasquatch are true, then it makes perfect sense. You see. So we're gonna get into that a little bit, um, and we're gonna get into the science. Because there is some science here. That's one of the reasons why Sasquatch grabs people's imagination, kind of like the panda did. People forget that for almost 100 years, the panda was a cryptid. Mm-hmm. You know? So we're going to get into that in just a minute. So the Sambria thing, or Sambrinia thing. I don't know where they get the name of uh, Sambria or Sambrini, whatever it is. I don't know where they get that name. I don't know where, the, where people get most of these names. So, But I don't argue either. 
The theory is that the uh, Sasquatch are basically multidimensional visitors from another version of Earth. As such, they're sometimes considered extraterrestrials. Now, that has led to people trying to paint like uh, images of big stinky Bigfoot walking out of a sleek Arcturian spacecraft. And that's not that's not what we're talking about here. So. No, but are they are they shapeshifters? Uh, no, I don't believe so. I mean, why would the they need to I be? The reason I say that is the uh, I think it's called Chasing Bigfoot. There was a. a a mini series, I guess you'd call it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that they found is they would hear it. They would, they would see the, uh, the path that it would make, but it would just vanish. Yeah. And I was like, well, if it turned into a tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there actually is a little bit more to the, to the uh, multidimensional aspect, assuming the government's uh, declassified files can be trusted. Now, one of the files that has been declassified recently in that big wave is that uh, basically, according to these files, Sasquatch is, in fact, real. It is, in fact, multidimensional. Um, the government's caught three of them and they can't keep a hold of them because they just blink out of existence. But they can't, like, walk through walls. So it's only partial multidimensionality. It's not in invisible, in invisible, invisible. Visibility. Yeah, it's not invisibility. Otherwise, they would leave like splashes and footprints and things like that. But like, it apparently it can walk through tables and such, but not doors. And they don't understand this. I could explain it, but I'm dressed like Han Solo, you know. I love all three. You talk at the same time. Tables are wood. Doors are metal. Therefore, he can walk. The reason why he can walk through a table and not through doors because it's it's natural uh, element that is easily to react with. Why wouldn't metal be natural? And what about metal tables? <gasps> no, no, your reasoning is good, but it's unfortunately not 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 accurate. Um, basically, the thing is, is everything that you see and interact with starts starts to take on emotional residue, even if it's not a living matter. Okay, <laughs> so a plastic lighter. Now, how many of you have a keepsake from your grandpa or whatever, or your grandma or, or something, right? Zippo a Zippo collection. There you go. Absolutely worthless. Maybe it's made of plastic. Maybe it's uh, uh, costume jewelry, like from Labyrinth. You know, ooh, plastic, you know. <laughs> Over time, it will, do, it will uh, gather emotional residue and become a life of its own. You see what I mean? The Japanese do this. Yes, the Japanese account for it. And so do the Chinese and, and many of the men. Please stop interrupting while I'm live. I'm asking politely. So doors, the thing is, is doors, the reason why a door will bar, will bar a uh, uh, partially multidimensional entity, entity rather than a full dimensional entity is because you believe it. You ever ask yourself a question? Why does SWAT teams spend all that time trying to kick down a door when they could just go through the window or the wall. <laughs> Isn't that intimidation factor? No, it's because they don't think. Mm. Humans also now almost never look up. You know, it's, it's actually like you can plan around humans not looking up. You know, it's because they come from, from um, basically they descend from our boreal species. You're trained to look down for threats. This mm. is actually a pretty, a pretty, you have to train yourself to look up. So, like the English learned the hard way. 
Yeah, basically. <laughs> Welcome to America. Come see the woods. <laughs> I was mainly referencing the Irish, but the Native American thing works. Okay, you're right. And that's actually more appropriate because Draco was from Scotland. So, yeah. Come see the woods. Yeah, you're right. My bad. Cast fail. Bobby says, a 70-year-old Louisiana woman raised a baby Bigfoot she found abandoned in the woods. I would love to see more about that story. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that we could have, you know, that we could bring up in the science portion. Like I said, there is science for this. Okay. Now, Chrissy brings up that not all of the Bigfoots are from, our Sasquatch species are from Earth. She's correct. Okay. Here's the thing. And this is where we're going to start segueing into the science. Right now, Bigfoot matches, you know, the all, not all of the Sasquatch species, rather, but the North American and the Siberian Sasquatch species match a species of primate. Oh, we're we're getting interfered with. <laughs> Try. You might, you guys might have to watch the recording on YouTube later. Oh no, we're back. Anyway, so they match a uh, almost completely a species from the fossil record called Astropithecus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the Australian Sasquatch and the Southeast Asian, yeah, Southeast Asian uh, Sasquatch do not match this, but that's because they're smaller. Okay. The the East Asian Sasquatch, I don't know their name. I I wish and I wish we had Poe here. She could have she could have you know. But all four major Sasquatch groups have uh, have specific names. Mm-hmm. You know, you you've all heard like, oh well, a Yeti. That's just another kind of Bigfoot. No. Okay, a Yeti is a different species than a Sasquatch. Okay, a Yowie is a way different species. They are actually smaller than humans, but much stockier. And the uh, the Southeast Asian Sasquatch are actually just only slightly taller than humans, but much thinner and more wiry, kind of like a stretched out chimpanzee. Go ahead, Ray. A Yowie is also a form of art. I would not. <laughs> oh, good lord! Don't Sorry. look that up. <laughs> no, don't apologize. That was a good joke. I was hoping Bobby might have something to say about the hairy men from Australia. I wish I knew more. Quite frankly, I hate to say it, but I learned more about uh, about the uh, about the Australian Bigfoot from the Netflix series Clever Men <laughs> than I've found in books. So, where so, do you find it? If yeah. it's truth, it's true. <clears throat> and by the way, for those of you interested, I highly recommend Clever Man on Netflix. Uh, don't judge it by the the picture they have on the picture on the cover for it is very, very, very misleading. Uh, what the movie Clever Man is about is is essentially the merging of worlds, the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the reawakening of, of of literal 3D spiritual magic in a modern setting. It's very cool. Sounds like it. Yeah. Oh, it was very, very cool. Uh, it gave me something to meditate on while my guts were exploding. So, and I mean that literally, like it, it gave me something to focus on while like, we didn't know what was wrong and everything or anything. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, Shiloh says there's two buried in Northwest Texas, close to Colorado. That, um, I've heard of, I've heard of that one. There's also uh, a, uh, there's also a Siberian Sasquatch that's, that has been moved by the Russian government. They know where she's buried. They won't touch her out of respect. However, However, and this is this is something that you that, that can be genetically tracked and is a fact. Her grandchildren, yes, Sasquatch can breed with humans. Her grandchildren, to this day, her great grandchildren still carry a thread of DNA that 
science doesn't know what it is. Hmm. Kind of like us, me and Char, you know. But not, not, you know, uh, not. That's much, much more extreme. That's a Sasquatch. I mean, it's like you look at Cassie and say, I don't know, Cassie. I'm not sure I believe this uh, genetic thing. And why should you? I'm dressed up like Han Solo. But these guys are half Sasquatch. So, yeah. Uh, Bobby says, I've been trained to look up, around, up, down, below. all." Well, yeah, but you're a badass. Badasses look up. Mm-hmm. But they don't look at explosions. True story. They kill people with teacups. And with, yes, yes. Or what? You're going to kill us with your soup cup? Teacup, actually. I, I try to do a Riddick. I can't do a good Riddick voice. Mm, but yeah, it's like... Either. So martial arts, uh, dancing, um, architecture. There's lots of things that will train you to look up. The point is you have to be trained to look up. Like... I'm trained to look up? Yes. At architecture? <laughs> yes. So I love I love cathedrals way too much for my own good. I'm sorry. It's okay. Now you're making me think of Bigfoot climbing a th- climbing a cathedral wielding a Barbie doll. Oh. And climbing Salt Michel. You know, little paper airplanes around him. Could you pr- correct his pronunciation? I thought he said Salt Michel, and I'm like, uh, wait. No, that's how the French say saint is salt. I think. Exactly. You got it right? I got it right, Kristen? You will pay for that later. (laughs) Good job, Ray. I'm proud of you. Come, get your knuckles. Get your knuckles. So yeah, the the, the Sasquatch. Um, back to Sasquatch. Now again, again, the government, according to these recently, uh, recently uh, uh, released records, the government has caught has caught a number of them. And the interdimensional nature is actually a little bit somewhat on record, assuming you believe these papers are true, which I'm not sure this isn't some kind of psyop, you know. Feed them just what they want to hear kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Which keep in mind, for those of you watching Cassidy for cult tendencies, these recently released government documents would be perfect. I should be like if I was in this for a career. Or cult building, I'd be jumping on that. See, the government says it's true. Ah! Instead, I'm saying, I don't know, folks. We'll read them, but let's just keep our feet on the ground for a minute. Right. Keep an open mind. Yeah. Why? So now the thing is, this coincides very, very, very much with the various indigenous peoples' views of Sasquatch. This includes the, the you know, Asians, uh, Aborigines, you know, the, the people that live, you know, the, the Siberian tribes, all of, the, all of this, you know, they all agree. These, these creatures come in and out of reality. Okay. Now mm-hmm. that links to what, uh, what Christy was saying earlier. I'm sorry we got derailed, Christy, but how the, uh, not all of these beings are, are you know from earth and then with that got us talking about astropithecus see this is the problem with too many interruptions i have to start all over astropithecus okay so all right so now now remember where i am you're gonna edit that later ray anyway so the the two species linked to astropithecus god i hate having asperger's so the way this links to what Christy was saying is that essentially any race out there that has a has a primate base is going to have something similar to a to to a uh, to a Sasquatch in their in their evolution. 
Okay. Now, if my people are, be, are to be believed, the the distinction between humans and uh, Sasquatch on this planet came about the same time as the event that the Greeks would call the Promethean gift. Okay. According to the Greeks, Prometheus came, you know, felt sorry for humans, gave them fire. Right. Now, it is a trackable phenomenon that the better our technology gets, the more weak the bodies get. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Better medical technology, the worse our health, all of it. All right. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing is there is an actual trackable de-evolution that has no explanation from the point of Astropithecus to modern hominid sapien sapien. I know you most some of you gonna say, no, Cass, it's Homo sapien. No, it ain't. Look up the etymology. It's hominid sapiens sapiens. They say, we walk and we think. What was that? We walk and we think. Yes. And homo means male specifically in that context. It's yeah, terrible. So the Nordics, the, the beings that you guys call Nordics, they have you know big feet in their in their genetic line as well okay now this doesn't seem to make sense people say well it well if that doesn't make sense if they, how how could this how could they still be there but the evolution how could nordics be here but then sasquatch be here too ah it doesn't make any sense remember what i was just saying about this de-evolution okay if my people are to be believed the demarcation happened essentially when some of your deep 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 ancestors accepted the idea of using a tool rather than their own strength Hmm. now that sounds judgy but it's not okay from that point there's a there is a a distinct uh trackable evolution between the increase of the size of the cranial cavity and the decrease of the size of the muscles and the load-bearing members of the skeleton okay This all connects, trust me. I just, it just, all right. So in the case of the Nordics, right? Every species is offered the Promethean deal. At some point in, in its evolution, every sapient species has said, hey, you can make your life better with technology or you can keep growing in nature, 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 nature. Most species choose the former. Mm-hmm. Well, in the case of humans and Nordiques, this is something that, that, that you guys share. This caused a split in the races. Okay. Now, what do we keep saying? Humans are creators. Right? Know ye not that ye are gods. So, if all of this is true, then doesn't it, does it not make sense that the world shaped by a race pursuing mental evolution rather than physical evolution would look a little bit different than a, say, a worldwide forest. Mm. Now, granted, we don't, we, we, we can go for a middle ground between Coruscant and Endor, but still, you know. Yeah, yeah, Cass lost track of the topic for a few moments. That's, that's the problem with the Asperger's. It's, I'll have to start over, and it's, even Family Guy makes fun of that, you know. I will now name everyone in my life I have to thank in alphabetical order, and if anyone interrupts me, I have to start over. That's not an exaggeration, guys. <laughs> Before you start over, I would like to ask a question. Nope, I already started over. Got it taken care of. Booyah! Aww. Go ahead. 
I would like to ask, are we only dealing with cryptids in the Americas, or can we go around the, to other countries? Well, right now we're trying to deal with just Bigfoot. Okay, what, what I want to do is start with... See, Bigfoot is the most believable cryptid out there. You know, other than some of the more crazy creatures that have been recently discovered and DNA tested, but, you know, that's that that's getting into, into the deep stuff. But there's something about Bigfoot that everyone kind of knows is is, is kind of out there, even if it's just like a, a connection to cult to culture. You know, like people stop by people stop by those places that don't even believe in Bigfoot and buy Bigfoot merch because Bigfoot's a part of Americana. What's I was just going to say in Wisconsin, right next to us, when I used to go home to Lake Geneva, we had to go through Black River Falls and they had Bigfoot sightings. So it was always a joke when we were driving down, don't hit Bigfoot. (laughs) Yeah. Harry and the Hendersons. We'll try to run over some cheese. Try not to run over cheese. There you go. (laughs) The microphone needs to be less than six inches from your mouth. It it keeps drifting away when I put it back. I know. So I got to check it. Uh, Poe says Bigfoot, Bigfoot as an archetype. That's actually one of the things I was hoping you could, you could talk about, uh, Poe, and maybe we could you could handle handle it another time. Uh, Joe Rogan talks about this as well. There's a there's an imagination bias that make people think that you know they're seeing things when they're not. And Joe Rogan tells a story that I like to retell because I didn't have to experience it myself. Or he was out in the in the woods with this guy that that absolutely believed in Bigfoot, and Joe was scared of this guy because like he was one of those deep woods like hillbilly crazies. And so he's telling this story to Joe. You know they're out in the woods, just them alone, right? And he's and he's telling Joe that he says, well, you know, I was walking home after I did after not seeing Bigfoot again, and I never saw Bigfoot, and uh, there was this frog. And I heard this frog, and it didn't it didn't occur to me until I got home. That was Bigfoot making a frog sound. And Joe Joe recounts the story. He says how he basically, he was afraid for his life. He had to say, yeah, that must have been Bigfoot. Instead of saying, or it could have just been a frog. People get wrapped up in these mythologues as identities, you know. And in that same show, and again, Joe Rogan, you know, he, he goes on to tell his story about one, of the, one day he was hiking. And for just a second, he swears he saw a wolf. He could draw it today. He could tell you what fur color. For just a second, he swore it was a wolf. And then he realized it was a squirrel. But for that second, his mind saw a wolf. You know, he could see the position it was in, the fur color, all it, all of that. That's a legitimate psych- psychological phenomenon that we have to deal with when it comes to cryptids. And that's why it took 100 years for science to say, okay, pandas exist. You know, we have to be careful about these things. I mean, the entertain. It, good point, Bobby. Coffee. The Native Americans used to entertain white settlers with the story of the jackalope. Now, I believe the jackalope is real, <laughs> was real, but whether it was real or not is irrelevant. You know, when I you come a, to, go ahead. I have a piggy bank that's a jackalope. jackalope. You should probably cool. say what a jackalope is. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, a jackalope. It's a rabbit. Well, yeah, basically, a jackalope is a is a it, it, assuming it was ever real. It was a species of jackrabbit that grew horns and very, very, very <laughs> aggressive. That's not out of the realms of possibility. I mean, the idea of a rodent like growing like a horn-like protrusion, not even close to a you know outside of the realms of possibility. 
just recently you could have I can't remember the name of the, the animal. It's it's vaguely related to pigs, but its tusks grow continuously. And if they don't break off in combat, the tusks will grow into their brain and kill them. The pigs really? allow this because for whatever reason, that attracts more fe- more females. So they voluntarily let themselves die. If you told this to American settlers who had heard of hogs, they wouldn't believe you. Nah, that can't be real. No way, that's cryptid. That's like Bigfoot. Yet here we are. Hordes are just weaponized bone cancer. <laughs> yes, actually, that's a good way to put it. Hordes are weaponized bone cancer. <laughs> so the idea of a, of a jackrabbit of a species of rodent having some kind of horn-like protrusion, or maybe it's a tooth that grows backwards, you know, that's not out of the realms of possibility. So that's what we call a, um, crap, there's an actual word for it. I'm just going to call it a near cryptid, because that's something that could very well be real, you know. And there's lots of animals that were near cryptids for a long time until science found them. It's like, oh, crap, look at that. I guess that's real. Like pangolins, you know. Pangolins were considered mythological for the longest time. Now they're as well almost as the, extinct. As well as the II, I believe. Yeah, the II is another one. Care to favor us with what an II is since you brought it up? An II is a primate with um they're like they look like the cross between a little baby monkey and an owl. I think they're adorable, but most people think they're creepy. Yeah, they have these great big eyes that seem to look into your soul. Yeah. And one long finger to reach your belly button. Their eyes are actually so big they can't turn the eye. They make up for this by having a 360-degree head spin. (laughs) Yeah. But they're primates. So it's like, oh. Anyhow. Oh, the Megabat is another cryptid. Near cryptid. Near cryptid. Sorry. Same as the Kraken. But all this is taking up time on the Bigfoot episode. Maybe we could do an episode about them later. Don't be sorry. You're the one editing it out. (laughs) It's okay, son. We're having fun, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. Do I look angry? At all. Like, at all, at all. No, I'm just, I'm getting tired. My gut is still aching. And I just remembered that we forgot to tell people what happened on Friday. Uh, yeah, we're almost out of the hour anyway. Um, so, okay, the question is, what do we want to do? Do we want to finish the bit on Bigfoot and then do what happened on Friday or just want to do what happened on Friday now and then let him worry about cutting it all together? Yeah. The second one. Okay. <laughs> I was like, so that's what that feels like. <laughs> David Nash says, I've seen that JRE show, but then again, I've seen about all of them. Big fan. Dude, same here. Uh, yeah, Joe, Joe Rogan, I, I credit Joe Rogan and um, a few other people for, for basically getting me on this path. It basically, when, when my gut was 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 blown up, I, I realized that, I mean, I'd already, I'd already lost half my body's muscle. I realized there was no recovering. I realized I was going to have to pick a new path, you know. So I started watching Joe. I was like, you know what? I bet I could do the podcasting thing. Then nobody had to see my ugly face. But I couldn't figure you out know. how to podcast. Well, no, remember this is before this was this was before I started going live on the show, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I still had a sh- had kind of a show in that I'd show up on certain groups at certain times and answer questions, but it wasn't live. It wasn't on video mm-hmm. or anything like that. Right. So. So what happened on Friday? All right. So what happened on Friday? Okay. So I, I want you guys to understand. I did deliberately not tell you how bad off I was regarding medicine for a couple of reasons. Number one, with all the drama going on in the background, it's not a good time to say, hey, guys, can you buy me some weed? Number one. But the main re- the, the, the other reason, and possibly more importantly, it wouldn't have mattered. Um, I, I was out of my poop drink. And I can't remember what my, poop, my, what my poop drink is called. Go lightly? No, no. It's uh, a magnesium citrate. Magnesium citrate, thank you. No, it's a prescription. It's like an actual, like, it's, you can't get this stuff over the counter, you know. So I I underestimated how bad the resulting attack was going to be. And mm-hmm. it ended up being as bad as, almost as bad as it was. Not not quite, but almost as bad as it was in Stockton. Uh, it, I got way closer to a full-blown gut breach than, than I thought I was going to. So, yeah, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper can help, but you got to remember, this isn't just regular constipation. This is the, the peristaltic activity in the intestines stalls. Like it don't, it don't go. It doesn't do it. So a regular laxative or like, like prune juice or whatever really wouldn't help. Ray, why don't you tell, tell, tell them what you used to make me before, before I got the prescription. Remember the old poo potion? Apple cider vinegar and apple juice. Uh, we eventually ran out of apple prune juice. juice? So we had... Prune juice. Remember the prune juice? Oh, the really old. Okay. Yeah. It was prune juice, apple cider vinegar, and then apple juice to make it more palatable. Yup. But the, but the, that should make an elephant crap out a car truck, tow truck, car yeah. truck. But it, the, n- nothing will help if the peristaltic activity is just stalled. You see what I mean? My kids, my kids didn't believe me that there was prune juice in Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to admit, I didn't believe it first either. It just tastes like it. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is about Dr. Pepper is there's a story behind Dr. Pepper. Um, the guy that invented Dr. Pepper was a soda jerk, and he wanted to marry this girl, and her dad was a father was a doctor. His name was Dr. Pepper. You know, her last name was Pepper. And the guy, the doctor was like, no, hell no, I let my daughter marry no soda jerk. So he mixed all the nastiest flavors he had together and named it after the guy that wouldn't let him, let him, named it after her father. But it turned out to be fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. F-bomb. It turned out to be effing delicious. And it, anyway, the, the end of the story is the dad was like, oh. Well, thank you. I guess you can marry my daughter. And the guy was like, ah, yeah, that was the plan the whole time, sir. Now, <laughs> I meant to do that. No, no yeah. wonder what. Now, that explains why it says 23 flavors. It's 23 of the nastiest crap he could come up with. And just together, it works. That's amazing. So now here's the cool thing. I don't know if that story is true. That's go that that goes back to the old to the old wives tales and uh, and uh, and uh, urban legends urban legends episode, but it's still a good story. Oh oh, there's Sky. Cool. So yeah, that's what happened. Now 
we were we went we went we meant to make the show up on Saturday. I was still pretty sick, but I, I was okay enough to do the show. And then the power went out. Now, hey. Kristen, why don't you tell them what you heard? We were pre-show chatting. We were getting ready to go live. We were like within two minutes of going live, and all of a sudden, I heard this crashing sound. And I thought maybe somebody had taken a tumble off a chair because it literally sounded like a bump. And I said, what on earth was that? And he said, we don't have any power. Yeah. Uh, that was an explosion. I said, what? So immediately Cass called the hospital to, to make sure with Shannon that the hospital <laughs> had. And then I found out later, you know, yes, the hospital still had power. So they must have emergency generators. Yeah. But you guys didn't have it for almost two hours, right? Um, for a while. For a long time. By the time the power came back on, it was time to go see Char. So it was long enough that I was able to take a shower, come out, and dry off. Yeah. David Nash says, "Yeah, that's not quite the same Dr. Pepper story I read." Well, share it, share it. Yeah, that's 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 the purpose of these stories. You know, let's share them. That's the story I heard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true. You know, mm-hmm. but I like family, my story. Family stories. You know, there's usually a kernel of truth in them. And then, you know, that one generation will add a little bit to it to flavor it. And then another generation will add a little bit to flavor it. And before you know it, you have quite the story. Yeah. And by the way, you know, speaking of, you know, for the for, for, for purposes of the portion of the show that's about, you know, mental health and not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. That's why I give my father's story some level of honor. You never know what where the kernel of truth is. Because right. he used to say, you're Luke Skywalker, son. Ah! Okay. Obviously, I'm not Luke Skywalker. That's a movie. But there is some truth there to be valued. You know, the struggle against light and dark. The the struggle of light versus dark, rather. The 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 battle of a son versus the sins of the father. There's a lot there. There's a lot there, you know, but that doesn't mean I believe I'm Luke Skywalker. Same thing with Tecumseh, you know, turned out there was a grain of truth there. My family is Shawnee. There you go. You know, so the, so the, the act of taking on uh, Tecumseh as a personal hero and trying to live up to it, it turned out was a good idea because I'm Shawnee. Right. You know, so you can that, honestly say you're of the tribe of Tecumseh. Yes. Thank you, Poe. Uh, po, uh, Katie uh, was a power. One of the the power. One of the hamster wheels got blowed up. <laughs> Are you talking about a transformer? Yeah, the hamster. Had More than meets the eye. Right. I don't know the power thingy. <laughs> The thing that makes it go, the thing that makes the computer go, it blowed up loud. Yeah, it was yes. Yeah, it, 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 the the explosion was actually so loud that you you know my paranoid mind at first I was like terrorist attack, but it just no just transformer or something blew. They had that they had the power rerouted as soon as they could. It's, <coughs> it's a very loud sound when a transformer blows. Sky says so it was I a transformer, and she would know. <laughs> When they when they yeah, go, it's a very loud sound. Mm. Are we doing on time? Um, we are six minutes over an hour, but that's okay. We had we have a lot of like stuttering and sputtering and starting over. So, but yeah, you're right. You are not to be. You don't have to apologize for being excited on the show. That's the purpose of the show. You know, if it's not going to be fun, don't do it, dude. That's, you know. 
I would love to do an episode on religious architecture and the similarities across all cultures. Running out of breath. Yes, we can do. We can do that. That'll be Ray's episode. So, ah. so, get, so get your homework ready. Bobby says, "Does Miralax work for you, Cass? Uh, it can, um, in the right circumstances. This last week, yes, it would have worked, but didn't have any money. So, you know, yeah. And like, like I said, it just it did not feel appropriate to ask for no donations while all that crap was going on." And keep in mind, folks, again, I thought I had hurt somebody. I thought that all it, 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 all these people, I trust them. They wouldn't have turned on me if I hadn't done something wrong. So I showed up on Bradley's show fully expecting to find out that I had, like, damaged someone unknowingly. So. When, in fact, you just misspelled a word, debunked yourself. Right. And uh, stood uh, basically accused of nothing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. David Nash says, I have been frequently to Dublin, Texas, where the original, or should I say the last original Dr. Pepper factory was that had been shut down now for about 10 years. I used to stop in Dublin to buy Dr. Pepper with sugar because it was one of the only places that you could still buy Dr. Pepper with sugar instead of corn syrup. Right. Excuse right. me. Look for Dr. Pepper throwbacks. That, I yeah. try that. Dude, we they used to buy them. Happen. You loved them. I don't yeah. remember. They're good. I love throwback sodas. Go ahead, Kristen. I, I can't do corn syrup, so the only soda that I know that I trust is uh, the uh, ginger beer that is made with cane sugar, not corn syrup. And yeah, that's the only soft drink I drink now. Um, if you want other soft drinks, might I recommend SodaCo? They use real sugar in their sodas as well. Cool. So. Next time I come to visit, you'll have to show me. And all I have to say to that is, Fanta, Fanta, don't you wanna? Fanta, Fanta. Sorry. No, even they use quartz syrup. I know, but it's such a catchy tune. <laughs> So's the Chiquita Banana song, but we won't go there. That's true. So, Bobby says, I was stabbed in the, with a screwdriver in my gut. It screwed me up big time. Mm. I'm glad you, somebody understands. <laughs> that was wrong, Bobby. What? I was mm. stabbed with a screwdriver in my gut. It screwed me up big time. Oh, oh God. Fun, fun, fun. Oh, Bobby, please tell me you did that on purpose, brother. <laughs> and Ray, bless you for catching it. Thank you. So the last thing that was too funny not to not to comment on. Sorry. Yeah, that that was good. Bobby gets a point. So yeah, the last thing I'll say on the uh, on the Sasquatch thing is if all this UFO stuff is true, then so is the so is the Sasquatch thing. And if that is true, then that's yet another ally that you guys have that you didn't know you had. Um, there's a reason why the Native Americans call this call the Sasquatch simply Uncle. Mm -hmm. Well, they have other names, but in, in colloquial, it's just uncle. They're, they're considered an uncle to humanity. You know, they are very, very, very active in healing. And according to the guys from the Pork and Beans show, they will often go and move about amongst humans and help where they can. I don't know if that's true, but that would explain some of the presences that I feel. So we'll see. Um, 
Again, check out the Pork and Beans show. They know way more about Sasquatch than I do. And tell them I sent you. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about more cryptids. Ray, I'll get to pick the next one. I wanted to start off with Bigfoot because everybody knows about Bigfoot. And I, I thought it was very important to point out that there are, as, assuming this stuff is true, there are no less than four species of Sasquatch on this planet. All with different origins, different cultures, different needs, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, now, for the, if you want to look up some more information, for example, about the... Uh, about, uh, Western encounters with the East Asian Sasquatch, I suggest you look up the encounters with rock apes during the Vietnam Wars. That's that they do a really good job. And these are basically encounters that are of military record, you know, of you know, taken by men of note who were not given to fantasies and things like that. So, but yeah, check out the rock apes. And if, if any of you are actually from Vietnam or, or from that area and you know about the rock apes, somebody say something. Please. So, yeah, I think that's, that about covers it. Yeah, so there there are other cryptids with which are very very near to to believability, uh, including the uh, the Thunderbirds. And the funny thing is, is like when Westerners hear about the uh, the Native American Thunderbird, they're thinking, oh, like a big eagle. And that's not it. If you actually speak to the, you know, to the natives and whatnot who had claimed to see the, the, the Thunderbird, they described the pterodactyl. Okay. That cannot be understated, uh, especially since this was around 150 years before pterodactyl was discovered. Mm. So, you know, they, they would, they would tell Westerners and the Westerners would be like, so it's like a, bat with one finger and a horn what is wrong with you but now we have pterodactyl bones so if you hear the old the old men and women talking about it you're like oh a pterodactyl and they're like yeah you get a pterodactyl yeah that's what you guys call it we call it thunderbird thank goodness for the flintstones (laughs) well the thing is that's you know the 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 the, uh, north american plains and and desert areas isn't even remotely the only place that that pterodactyls have been you know pterodon type creatures have been seen um i can't remember the name of it but in the philippines they've been seen on tape that no samples have been caught but they're on tape you know and i i I don't remember what, what they're called but um so the whole point is is of the whole the whole point of bringing up cryptids and 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 pointing these things out is that the world is wider than any of us think any of us including this knucklehead okay more species are are being discovered more tribes Mm -hmm. being discovered more methods more sciences more everything okay there's every reason in the world to hope and the only reason not to hope is to be afraid that there isn't any Gagnar actual size anyway i do think that about does it so um i think i what, what, what does anybody have any ideas what cryptid we should do next time we do cryptids i remember i want to talk go ahead i want to talk about the flatwoods monster all right flatwoods monsters next Make a note. Okay. Do your homework. Unlike your dad. 
I'm really interested in the spade shape that was the headdress or whatever. Yeah. Well, see, the, the thing is, is the purpose of the show is not to be the definitive expert or information on anything. The purpose of the show is to inspire you guys to look it up. Right. So it's just a theory, a cryptid theory. Oh, that's one of my favorite YouTube channels. That's the funny part. Bobby says, no, it's true, unfortunately. What's true? I don't know. Stabbed in the gut with a screwdriver. Well, he might be referring to Daisy's mentioning the the, uh, the Lugaru. Um, we could do the Lugaru if you want. But, I thought that was Rougarou. Well, it, I'm, I'm assuming she means Lugaru. Taco Grande. Well, she's spelled R-O-U-G-A-R-U-A-R-O-O. Lou Garou is French for fucking werewolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I believe uh, I believe the the tales of the modern werewolf all stem from the Beast of Gévaudan. So we mm-hmm. we could definitely go into that. Now, did you mean Lou Garou or is is R O U G A R O O a cryptid I've never heard of? Well, a kangaroo R-O-U-G- with makeup on. Sorry. Uh, oh God. The R O U G is red. It's rouge. So it's like rougerou, like a yeah, like where Ray went. Right, but... Sheila's. We're gonna go out on the town and our best get our makeup on with a rougerous. And they're on bikers and stuff. You know, but they're on like motorcycles. They're the rougerous. You know, in drag on bikes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That that's got comic book story written all over it. Uh, apparently. Ah, okay, no, I, I am wrong. I am incorrect. All right, I will look that up, Daisy, and uh, I've never heard of that, so I will check that out. I love learning new stuff. So, so do I. Thank you for correcting me, and I, I apologize for being a dick. <laughs> no, I'm just un- untaught. Uh, Bobby, I want you to set an image of your wound to me on Messenger so I can try my, so I can do my thing on it. Hopefully, alleviate at least alleviate some pain. You're a gifted chakra healer, Ray. That's an amazing offer. And like my father before me, I won't charge you. Good. Aww. I was about to give you the stink eye. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I I've never heard of this thing. That is completely new to me. Thank you very much, Daisy. What is it? It, sure enough, Rougarou. Rougarou, I'm not really sure how you pronounce it. R-O-U-G-A-R-O-U. Uh, it's pronounced Rougarou, looking at the, uh, yeah, Rougarou. Well, Garou is French for wolf, so. Hmm. I wonder if it's a red wolf? Could be. It's if it's in Louisiana, then it could be, it could be referencing the French. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll check it, it out. It is linked to traditional concepts of the werewolf. It's uh, a legendary creature in, La Ru- in Laurentian, Laurentian, French communities. Laurentian. In, Laurentian, thank you. In Louisiana. So it is, it's the Louisiana werewolf. Well, there you go. Isn't that a perfect segue? Oh, werewolves of Louisiana. Well, uh, yeah, 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 that works. That works. By the way, do you guys have any idea how, how bad I have to pee? <laughs> <laughs>
that's how much I love you. I love you, Ray. And that's how much I appreciate you getting the time to say your, 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 your piece. I'm over here doing the two cheeks week, you know, like, ah, so thank you everyone for joining us and we will see you on the next show. Right. Thank you. <laughs> no, seriously. Be well, everyone. Uh, you are amazing. We love you. Hope is coming and we'll see you on the next show. Bye. Bye. That's all the time we have for now, Dear Lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.